Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Today's podcast is brought to you by Vlog Easy. That is V as in victory. Vlog Easy is an app in the iTunes store for iPhones that help you make content videos as well as vlogging on the go to share with your audience. It has absolutely transformed the way that I do video and communicate with my audience. If you are looking for an app that allows you to edit on the go, or if you simply don't know how to edit videos, this app allows you to do just that. You can record yourself in a quiet room. You don't have to remember what to say. You can simply look at your notes, and each time you're quiet and you pause, the Vlog Easy app takes all of those quiet moments out and edits everything together. It's like magic, and it saves so much time. Vlog Easy allows you to record in vertical or horizontal formatting. You can import existing videos that live on your phone into the app and so much more. Vlog Easy Pro gives you the unlimited cloud backup as well as removing the watermark. Give it a try for free today. The link is bit.ly bit.ly slash vlog easy all in lowercase, V as in Victor, L-O-G-E-A-S-Y. Give it a try. Hi, y'all. It's Angela, and I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And I am super excited to talk with Keith Phillips today. Keith is the Director of Business Development for Classic Photographers. And I think it's amazing that this company actually has someone directing business development because I feel like in the wedding and events industry, it's not something that we typically think about doing, at least in, in what I've experienced in consulting and coaching in the creative industry. So Keith, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Sure. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share with our audience, like, really, what is this business development thing (laughs) (laughs) for this photography company? But before we jump in, if you can share a little bit about your background and how you actually got into the wedding and events space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm a wedding industry lifer. Um, I started actually in a formal wear store when I was 18 years old. So um, I've been working uh, in the wedding industry, uh, yeah, for all that time. So I started uh, by working in a formal store, eventually, you know, as a district manager, regional manager for, you know, a chain of stores, um, worked through college. And when it came time to finish college, I uh, decided to stay in the industry. Um, so that that's really how I got my start. And uh, over time, uh, 
it's a very long story, but we ended up in the photography business. Um, and here we are today. So when you, did you go to college for retail or business or what was your background in that? Uh, actually I was a history major. I thought I was going <laughs> to be a high school student. I feel like everybody has that sort of story in our industry, right? Like you, you had some other plan, but you just got captivated by the wedding industry and, uh, decided to jump into it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I okay, took so- some business classes, but you know, it, I was mostly intending to be a history professor. So. So do you still have anything to do with the history world at all? No, not at all. Just, just the <laughs> hobbyist uh, reading and movies uh, <laughs> and whatever. But yeah. That's great. And then I would love to hear, I know you said it's a long story, but how exactly, um, because I love hearing and so does the audience. Like they love listening to like these funny, crazy stories and like how one Thing and one relationship and one job like leads to another to get you to where you are today. And so um, I know you have been doing photos for almost two decades, but how exactly did you get there? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's actually a great story. So we're in the formwear industry um, and, um, you know, I came in, the, bit, the company had been in business since 1991. I came in around 2001 and um, there, you know, there had been start of, right around 2001, a slow decline in the, the formwear industry, uh, just due to the world becoming a little less uh, formal. I mean, we see it today in the pictures, right? Like a lot of people are wearing suits, they're buying suits, uh, shirt yep. and tie. They're not renting a tuxedo traditionally like they would 20 or 30 years ago. Um, so between that and really kind of the roll up of your traditional formwear store, you know, um, by Men's Warehouse, uh, we are kind of facing, you know, well, what do we do to get more customers and get them in earlier? Um, so we actually had a photographer come into our store and shoot free engagement pictures, but then they had to rent their tuxedos from us. So we, we kind of like got to know the photography business um, through that. But eventually we said, wow, this is a business model um, that we think we can do ourselves and um, started to hire local photographers kind of to fit that, like let's drive more business into our retail stores by giving engagement shoots in our retail stores in front of a backdrop. And uh, eventually um, the formula, the, the photography business was growing and the formal wear is decreasing. So we kind of phased out of formal wear and hundred percent into photography by hiring more local photographers and selling photography um, kind of became our driving force with, you know, the formal wear fading away. So um, it's obviously much more complicated than that, but um, we made a transition out of a, you know, sort of declining industry into uh, an industry. We saw a lot of, um, you know, a lot of potential in, yeah, it's almost like that, that story, though, about like Kodak and how, you know, they were the leader in film and then they didn't really jump on the boat of the whole digital. And so I love how you it's like you knew your market, but you knew that there was competition coming up. And I mean, I don't even know like what the stats are of what these companies have done. Um you know, black tux and, yes, you know, right. <laughs> and I mean, just in all the events that we still do, um, they make it very easy. They ship it to the guys and then they ship it back and it's, and you know, and then you've got like your men's warehouse and there's a few local places where I'm from in Nashville that are still a family operated business yes. and they have really great relationships with the local planners and they really take care of us. Um, and there's rarely a mistake where 
with Men's Warehouse and Jose Banks and the third parties, people don't, the consumer doesn't understand how it works. And so there's constantly mistakes and it's, it's just a stressor that no one really has time for <laughs> on a wedding day. Yeah. Um, but I love how you saw an opportunity and now, you know, rolled over what you knew into photos, um, which kind of brings me to an off the wall question. But since you've been doing photography for almost 20 years and with all of the technology coming out and, you know, every six months iPhones get the cameras get better. Like, do you feel like that is a threat at all for your business model at, in the world of photography? Um, not really. I mean, that, that topic does come up from time to time. And, but I, I think you hear that all throughout the wedding industry, right? Like people are mm -hmm. like, Oh man, you know, this is a one day event. I'll just plug in an iPod and I won't hire a DJ. Right. Or I'll yep. just have friends take pictures. But I think at the end of the day, um, images are really something everybody wants and they want to have done right. Um, so I, I really do feel like it's one staple, um, to, to the wedding day is having a professional photographer. Um, I mean, there, there are a lot of must haves, right? But I think if you really, you know, you look at a lot of surveys of brides, it's still one of the top most important things, you know, besides the venue and the dress, like those three seem to be right at the top. Like what is most important to you? And I, I think it's because those are the memories you're going to have, you know, 20, 30 years down the road is looking at your pictures or, or watching a video and, so I think no matter how good the technology comes, it's hard to really replace, you know, having a professional there with, um, with a professional eye. And a lot of times the photographer is directing a lot of what's happening in the day. And um, there's, there's a lot going on there. So um, we feel it's a pretty stable part of, of the wedding process. And, um, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> we're very excited about photography and can speak yeah. to it. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's a very good point. And occasionally you do hear that, but you know, I want to say 15, 20 years ago, you know, used to hear like, Oh, I'll just get a bunch of disposable cameras and throw them on the table. And I think people learned really quickly, like that wasn't a replacement mm -mm. for a professional or, you know, or I'm going to have a photo booth and not have a professional photographer. I, I think, you know, all these different things that come in, I, I just think that professional photographer, if anything, it's getting better and better because people, uh, I think now understand more than ever the importance of pictures, right? People are sharing their pictures on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat every day. And um, it's kind of a way for us to share our lives. So uh, if anything, I believe photography is becoming more important to people and having the right photography at their wedding. Um, yes, um, I agree a hundred percent. And so like, even, you know, with our clients, they, um, I feel like it's a, it's a client niche that we serve as well. Right. So it's like, you've got your backyard wedding, you've got your, um, church wedding mm -hmm. and reception. And then, you know, it just goes up and up and up and up and up and up from there. And so people ask me, cause there's all kinds of like online planning tools and wedding wires doing this and the knots doing this and they're merging and da 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 da. Do you, and I'm like, no one can create the experience that we create and, and photographers and professionals, they have an eye for these things. And no matter what type of equipment you have, it's a skill and it's a gift and it's an art. 
and you can't really replace that. Right. So, um, you know, we're seeing the same thing because we get the same questions like, well, are you threatened by all these online tools? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't like the clients that hire us. They want it done for them. It doesn't matter how many free tools are out there. They want a professional who deals with this stuff every day to handle it for them. That's why they engage in our services. So it's, yeah, it's, I just, I, I asked so many um, photographers the same thing and, you know, some of them feel pressure and some don't and they end up rebranding because they want to make sure that they are setting themselves apart from, you know, the people that just think that you can take an iPhone and do what you do in the backyard. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's just not the same. So from when you guys first started shooting weddings to now, like how have things changed in the industry? Like what are the most drastic changes that you have seen? Oh, wow. So um, that's a good question. Uh, there's definitely less print. Like people aren't printing images as much, you know, they're keeping them digital and keeping them online and sharing them. Um, but from a business model perspective too, you asked, you know, about our business development. Um, we have a very yeah. different business model. We're totally a fully e-commerce online business. So, um, you know, we don't have your traditional sit down and meet, you know, at a coffee shop or I guess we do some bridal expos, but um, we're totally online. So what we see change is, we, you know, we came from a brick and mortar world and we transitioned to, you know, again, another transition, um, staying current into an online platform where the clients can research us, they can see their package, they can book their package, choose their photographer all online. So, you know, one big change I've seen is people's willingness to shop for their wedding online. Um, and, and I still have people that tell me I'm crazy. They're like, I can't believe people would book their photographer online without meeting them. Um, but, but we do it. And, um, and, and so I think I've just, you know, we try to stay ahead of technology and, and, um, and how consumers shop and buy. And I've seen that change in weddings, you know, for example, like people, less people attending bridal expos and more of them, you know, still wanting that personal one-on-one -on -one touch, but wanting to acquire it easily, right? Rather than trying to hunt you down. And, and so with technology and communication with clients and having to be available, you know, people want answers right away, you know, whether it's about their wedding in a week or their wedding three months from now, you know, and trying to be available for clients. And um, so I, I think everything about, you know, the and it's all good stuff, I believe, the, you know, the wedding industry is growing and, and staying very, you know, current when it comes to technology and, you know, consumer relations. And so that's one thing I think is re really exciting as well. How do you know, like, how do you know when it's like, okay, we need to transition something, buying patterns are changing, things are changing. And obviously you have to be a little bit of a risk taker to like jump and start something different. And, you know, like you said, people often say to us like, you're crazy. How do you, why do you think that you can do 85% of your business through zoom? <laughs> I'm no, like, right, well, right. we're doing it <laughs> and we track it and we're profitable yeah. and it's saving us money because and a ton of time. And so it's just, how do you know when it's the right time to like make that shift? Well, so yeah, we really try to pay attention and stay plugged in with, with all of, you know, um, you know, how consumers shop, right? Like sometimes I think, um, being a lifer in the wedding world, you know, we, we sometimes get stuck into our wedding space and this is how I've always done it. And this has always worked for me, right? Like you see that a lot with wedding professionals. And, and so it's, it's easy for us to kind of like, you know, because 
people only shop for us once, right? Hopefully, right? Like right. we're at a wedding once and that's it. And so it's very easy for say, well, you're shopping for your wedding. This is how you shop for your wedding. I think it's more importantly to meet people where they're at. So, you know, when we see that people, you know, are shopping no longer necessarily at Sears or, you know, and they're shopping on Amazon, you know, we have to say to ourselves, well, how do we look more like their regular experience and not just shopping, but like their total consumer experience. So for example, like I like to use Airbnb a lot and, and really I force myself to use it because I know this is a way people shop for as an event in the future. Right. Like, and that's kind yep. of, so I say, how do we be more like Airbnb? How do we be more like Amazon? How do we, and just trying to stay current. And we really, you know, the one interesting thing about us is our demographic is fairly similar, right? Someone getting married, there's, you know, probably that 25 to 35 age is pretty average. And, and looking how that age range shops and, and how, you know, those consumers react. So we try to hire a lot of our staff that's kind of the same demographic as our client and um, really have a lot of open table discussions on how would you shop for this? How do, what do you think about our website? You know, um, what kind of images do you like to see? How should we look at our editing style? What's new? What's current? So um, I think it's just about paying attention to the world and, um, and trying to adapt our business to it. Um, like you said, sometimes it's a risk take, right? You see something that's new and exciting. And, and um, sometimes I was saying just because you can do something doesn't mean that we should do it. But um, sometimes you have to, you know, um, just try it and see if it works. So um, whether it's like offering you know, Facebook messaging as a way for them to communicate with us, you know, you might see as like a challenge. Oh my gosh, one more way that someone can contact me, but I want to be available to our clients, you know, the way they like to communicate. And eventually we start to see trends and we try to push all of our clients towards that trend if, if we can. Right. So, um, that's awesome. So is in terms of like business development and how you focus on the business and not always working in it, do you all have photographers and the creatives that go out and capture the stories and then you handle overseeing the business side of things? Right. So, yeah. So we have um, about a thousand photographers nationwide. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but we make it easy for the photographers too. So we see this as an opportunity not to just present something new to the, to the bride and groom, but also to the, you know, to, um, to the photographer where they get to go out. We handle all the, like what most people find to be not fun, right? The marketing, managing the business, the website, the insurance, all that, and let them just be the creatives and go out and do what they love to do, which is take pictures. Um, and then we really, you know, we do the editing, we have an editing staff. So we, we feel like focusing just on wedding photography and getting each part of it right is what, you know, sets us apart. Um, is that, you know, I'm not a photographer that does editing because I have to, I have professional editors on staff that that's what they love to do. And I, you know, you might be a great photographer, but you hate marketing. Well, we have a professional marketer on staff. You know what I mean? Where we want to have the best of every, you know, because it's our, you know, sort of our mission statement to boil it down is to, to just give the best, you know, journey possible for our clients and our photographers. And of course our, our own staff, you know, we just, we always look, how do we make the most enjoyable, you know, workplace? How do we make the most enjoyable experience for our photographers to do what they love to do? And how do we make the most enjoyable? Um, obviously first and foremost, is going to be the clients and the rest trickles down. So. 
Um, it's so so really you kind of have to to me in looking at the business model it's almost as if your clientele is a photographer yeah <laughs> because no. they're part of um are they they're freelancers and then you take care of the business side for them so that, like you said they can go out and just do what they love to do Right. So they're flu freelancers. Exactly. You know, it's kind of, we're, we're sort of the Uber of the wedding world. Right. So, yeah. um, but we, yeah, we have a big, you know, <laughs> mantra around here is that our photographers are clients too. You know, we have to treat yeah. them. Yeah. And because if they love working here, then that's going to trickle down to the client's day. So if, if we're always looking for the smoothest journey, what's, what's the way to make it easiest and deliver the most enjoyable product for everybody. Um, and the rest will take care of itself when you do that. Um, so do you even still shoot weddings? I've never shot a wedding in my life. Um, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm just, uh, I'm someone, business. yeah, I'm just someone that's been in the wedding industry, understands, you know, um, again, like we like to listen to our clients. We, we do a lot with surveys and, and really talking to them and um, we, we do, we interview them. We do blog posts with them. We like, we, we like to know what, what is it that our, um, brides, grooms, what are, what are they looking for in their weddings? And, and we try to just deliver what they want instead of kind of, you know, forcing, this is what we offer. You should have it. We're always looking at what, what is it that people, what are they looking for and how do we grow and develop our business around what the client's looking for? Um, yeah. So how do you guys um, find your photographers? Do they submit work and then they get featured on the website and then the brides go in and, put a zip code in or like talk us through that experience in the e-commerce world of just booking your photographer online. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So at this point, you know, um, we have most of what we need for photographers, but we'll always, you know, let new people on, right. We always want to make our staff better and better. Um, you know, so at this point it's a lot of word of mouth, um, of referring like, Hey, you should shoot for classic. They're awesome. <laughs> but they, yeah, they go through a long application process interviews. Um, they have to create a portfolio on our website. Um, and you know, it has to get approved by multiple people here. Um, they have to have years of experience. Um, so after the, all that happens, we're really, um, like I said, we treat our photographers like a client. So, you know, there's a lot of ongoing education. We have about three live webinars in our closed, you know, group every week where our photographers are getting new information and experience and training. And, um, you know, uh, we have a great team environment where people are sharing ideas. Everybody's making each other better. So on that end of things, um, it's just really great. We just have such a, you know, a positive, you know, uh, family type environment where everybody's kind of um, learning from each other, growing, encouraging each other. So it sounds like we're a big company, but if you spent a day, you know, in our office, you'd, you'd really, you know, see we have like this great community of people that all really are striving for the same thing. Um, but yeah, they create this profile on our website. Um, there's an interview video, you know, where they, they make a video explaining who they are, what, how, why they like to shoot weddings. Uh, they upload, you know, hundreds of pictures from previous weddings. We post all reviews from previous weddings um, so that the client can really feel like they get to know the photographer from the comfort of their couch, you know, where they're not having to drive around, you know, to 10 different meetings with different photographers. They can be right on our website and get to know 10 of our photographers that are available for their wedding date. So the photographer manages like a calendar, 
and they manage their travel radius. And, you know, so it's always a live experience with our clients. They can see exactly who's available for their event, you know, at a specific time. And um, yeah, and the client can go on our website, pick a photographer, pick a package they'd like and leave a down payment. Um, and then we have a monthly payment plan and whatnot. So, um, but then they have, you know, account with us and they're able to manage their worksheets, make their payments, communicate with their photographer, all right through our uh, online app. So um, we're, and that's one thing we're constantly trying to develop to make easier um, for the client experience and the photographer's experience to be able to communicate with their clients easy too. So it's just as a photographer, because my gosh, so many of the creatives, like they a, they hate doing the business part and B, like they're just not yeah. good at it. <laughs> and so it's like, why would you not just jump on board with this? And then, so do you guys, um, so once the images are captured, do they submit it to your editors and then they edit? And then does that help the turnaround time getting it back to the client? Absolutely. So, um, traditionally you know and even us when we first started the photographers editing their own pictures it's very tough like yeah. if you shoot two weddings a weekend and now you gotta get those edited before you shoot two weddings the next weekend like tradition you know it's kind of known facts that people would get their pictures you know anywhere from two weeks to six weeks eight weeks months after the wedding so that was one of our early missions was to turn around the pictures quickly um but obviously still give them all the attention they need to get them edited properly so um, yeah, so the photographer uploads, we have this awesome editing staff. Like I said, that's all they do 40 hours a week is edit wedding pictures. They're wow. wedding picture editors. And so we, we strive to deliver the pictures, you know, in less than two weeks, um, sometimes 10 days or less. We're always trying to get it quicker, but we, we also don't want to sacrifice quality. We, you know, we want to make sure they go through a full editing process. But we know that the faster people get their pictures, the happier they're going to be with the experience. Um, and then, like you said, for the photographers, they're creatives. A lot of them don't even like editing or it's not even, it's totally a different skill set. Sometimes you think of someone as an artist and um, mm -hmm. they can do all things art, but just because you're a photographer doesn't mean you can edit well or vice versa, right? So, yep. Yep, absolutely. And then, so do you guys do this also for video and other opportunities for people to get other vendors? We do. So we, um, we provide video as well. Um, same model, same thing. And the great part is you could do it all in one package. And actually we just uh, brought back our DJ service, which we always offered locally in New England, but um, we just rolled that out nationwide about three months ago. So um, now you could package all three services together, you know, in the same fashion, right? You pick the DJ, pick the package, but you can combine all three services with us and, um, and book them together. That's so cool. So how do you, you know, as you continue to add more team members and freelancers, how do you guys instill like the culture? And then do you all have quarterly like meetings or do you have an annual powwow of celebrating the year? Like how do you guys create that culture with people spread out all over? Yeah. So, um, so that's actually the secret sauce, um, is we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is top secret. Um, but we have a, uh, Facebook community. So we use Facebook groups and, um, it took a while to get going and it's not easy. It sounds easier than it is, but that is, um, on any given day, 
there'll be 15 to 20 posts in there with comments and um, really it, it was an awesome side effect that I didn't expect, but there's been a lot of friendships that have been formed in that group where, you know, people from California are able to get to know people from Atlanta, from Boston and, and communicate and talk about their craft. Um, but also obviously to talk about what we're doing here at classic and our vision. So we have different events. Like we have one, you know, every, every Thursday we have one of our best photographers and I think he's one of the greatest in the whole country do, um, a, a class on, you know, lighting or, or posing. So we try to offer all kinds of education all the time. Um, you know, just kind of as a benefit of being part of our team. And then we have another one of our photographers who's actually on staff now. Um, he usually, um, speaks and he he's he's awesome he can we just call him the rock star he comes on and talks about how to interact with clients and how to get better at that and um you know once a week and then i offer an office hours once a week where they can come in and ask me anything about anything and i'm happy to answer it and so these are all live events so we do that just to kind of keep people you know uh, up to date and make sure they know we love them and then um we also like you said yeah we do some more quarterly type events um, we like to bring in a lot of guest speakers um, into our group too. So again, like trying to provide education and, and, um, and then actually we have an annual cruise that people can come on where we all kind of hang out on a cruise in the Bahamas for a week and uh, really just um, we'll have a couple classes, but the rest is just fun and bonding. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's not easy, but we've really done a great job probably in the last three years of, bringing everybody together. As we grew, we knew that was going to be a struggle that had to happen. Um, you know, how do we, how do we get everybody on the same page and get them interacting with each other? Um, and so, um, those are some of the key ways we were able to do that. Yeah. And again, it's just like, people ask me, they're like, how do you teach people how to use their Apple products over zoom? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's right. not hard. <laughs> like, and you know, the, all these webinars and video courses and, but definitely getting people to adopt that things are changing. And if you don't change with what clients are asking for, and I mean, the business is just going to die out. That's right. So, it's, it's funny because you're saying how you really try to surround the brand with people that are serving these clients and so, and how to stay relative, which is a brilliant business model. And then from a content management perspective, I mean, my gosh, I guess you have content for like years and years and years, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's always a struggle getting all that content put together, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yep. It's just, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And so when I went to um, Classic Photographer's website, I noticed the chat bot at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so I have a couple questions just because I, we, in, in my own brand, as well as some other brands that I'm working with, um, people are still very like hesitant and not sure. And so I'm just wondering if you have any data or case studies since implementing that feature of, and is it on 24 seven? Has it elevated your business? Has it gotten you more business or what have you learned from, I mean, I know it's like a newer feature. Mm -hmm. um, and again, some of my clients, I'm still trying to get them to understand the most frequently asked questions. And so the more data I can show them where people have implemented some type of a chatbot, it, it really helps. Like it doesn't hurt. Um, so what experiences do you have with that? 
Sure. So I, again, I think, yeah, chatbots are the way of the future. Um, and there's a right way and wrong way to do it. I could talk about this for hours. It's one of my <laughs> passions. I love chatting. So we have live chat on the website. So we have live agents that are always available to talk to people too. I mean, not 24 seven, but you know, most of the day. Um, and I could tell you, uh, it's probably about five years ago when we decided full time to put a live chat agent on the website. Um, our customer satisfaction went up because people could just come on and ask a question. They didn't have to wait till the time they could call. Um, I've found personally that the, our most traffic times on our site or, or to our business is like 11 o'clock in the morning to one in the afternoon, which is like people at work. Right. And, and you can't always pick up the phone. You can't, you know, you're at work. You, I mean, I guess they should be working. Right? Maybe they're on their lunch break. I'll give them benefit. They're planning of the their wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think people are planning their wedding while they're at work. I mean, or maybe on their lunch break, right? And so they may not be able to pick up the phone. And we found this actually is like we tried to call out to people. We used to do a lot of outbound calls. People like, oh, I'm at work right now. I can't talk. But they'd text us. You know, we also do a lot with text messaging. Um, but yeah, the bot is great. I think the right way to do it is not to try to develop a bot in a way that you're trying to trick people and to think it's a real person. You want to kind of let them know it's a bot and give them options and kind of lead them through you know, where they might be able to find. We also have a very um, intricate help center where it's interactive. People can type in what they're looking for and I'll give them articles that, you know, might tell them the answer to their question. Um, but they could also ask that bot and interact with the bot. If the bot kind of like does, can't pick up exactly what they're looking for, it just automatically transfers it to a live agent. And we have, you know, someone live that's there. Um, you know, we have a few people in the office that just you know, manage that live chat for when we were smaller, even, even now, like I have that live chat on my phone and I, you know, if someone's not available, it'll ping me on my phone and I can answer somebody. Right. We just want to be able to be there for our clients when they need us. And we live in this world of instant gratification. So mm -hmm. if you're making your clients wait two, three days, you know, because you're out on a shoot or you're out at a wedding, you're catering it, whatever you're doing on a Saturday or Sunday, they're going to, they're going to, somebody else is going to get back to them first, you know, or, or even if they're already your client, they're just not going to feel great if it takes, you know, even I find more than, more than 24 hours for you to get back to them. So, um, you know, having these different forms of communication or ways for your clients to find the information that they need, um, is just invaluable. Um, whether it's in terms of growing your business or, um, keeping your clients feeling great about, about working with you or even something as simple as an autoresponder on your email saying, Hey, I'm out for the weekend at a wedding, but here's a, here's a link to my FAQs. You might find your answer there. I'll get back to you when I can, you know, that's even a step in the right direction. Um, there's so many, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard over the years where we get contacted by someone's like, Ooh, I thought I had a photographer, but you know what? I just don't feel great. Cause I can never get an answer back from them right away. Wow. You know, so I think I need to book someone else. And so this is happening to everybody from time to time. Right. And so you just have to mitigate these, like, you know, buyer's remorse from your clients or even when they're shopping you, you know, being able to be there. So I think chatbots are becoming very easy to use and to implement. There's some great programs that even work with Facebook messenger where that you can, you can do this with your Facebook messenger um, and everybody, again, meeting people where they're at, right? People are on Facebook. I think the average person is on social media. It's, it's sick. It's like two and a half hours a day. Um, yeah. So if they want to communicate with you that way, you should, you should be available to them that way. Not like I'm not going to do Facebook messenger and shut it off from your page. Right. Like you should, you should say that that would be like, you know, saying, uh, I'm not going to have a website in 1999. Right. Like some people did that and they learned the hard way. So, um, 
you know, so the, the, I, I, I think you're right on like chatbots are the way to go um, and to um, find a way to make them work for you. And again, if you can't man it all the time, at least when you're sitting in front of your computer or um, if I know we're going to have a especially busy day, I might be, you know, home doing something, but I can have the chat on, you know, for an hour or so, you know, to try to, you know, help man, um, you know, answer people's questions when they're on my website. So I think it's a must in uh, yeah. It's funny because I'm going to speak at Wedding MBA soon and I was going to talk and teach about implementing chatbots and um, the, we did a podcast around it and the response wasn't as large as I thought that people would actually like be interested to know like how the technology works and I feel like people are either afraid of it or they're threatened by I don't know. It's just, again, it's like you got to stay in front of what's happening and it's not that hard to use. It's just a way to elevate customer service and especially for people who are running like a one man or woman business. It's like if you don't have an assistant or you don't have someone monitoring all of these messages and how your business is coming in, why not use automation? Why not use a chatbot? So it's funny, those of us that are on the technology side and the business side, it's like we speak the same language, but then a lot of the creatives, they don't, it, sometimes it doesn't even click until it's almost too late. Um, so I'm just wondering, do you get people that have tried to run their own photography, videography, cinematography, DJ service, and they're just tired of it? And that's why, how you land all these freelancers or is it you guys proactively going out and letting people know about this opportunity of like, hey, we'll take care of your business side and you just do what you love? Or is it a little bit of both? Right. Yeah, it's a little bit of both, but uh, it's really evolved over the years. And I, I think one thing you said, I just want to go back on is you said working in your vers business versus on it is yeah. like when it comes to people being like, that's working on it. You're like sometimes you have to step back from your day to day. It's easy to say like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to set up this chat bot or set up this autoresponder because I'm so busy with my clients. But if you step back for a day and work on your business, you'll have more time, right? If you automate things. So I, yeah, I just want to touch on that because I just thought that was such yeah. a good point. But um, yeah, it's changed over the years. When we first started this model, you know, we had some pushback when we, we really had to work hard to hire people um, just because it was a new concept. And, you know, you know, for them coming to work for us and getting paid by the shoot instead of like, you know, getting booked on this giant package. But a majority of our, our photographers, our cinematographers, our DJs, like, yeah, that's, that's just it is like they, they'd rather have, you know, get the booking from us, not have to manage the business end of things and do what they love to do. And so I, I would say over the last four or five years, we've just become a more attractive uh, place for them to land. Um, and really our pitch from the beginning has always been, let us handle the wedding part of your business. We're, we're experts in weddings. We've been, we've been working in weddings for over 20 years. We know what we're doing. You go out and do the other types of shoots you love to do, whether it's family, uh, a lot of our photographers do real estate photography. So whatever it is they do during the week, um, you know, in terms of photography, go out and work on that business and let us handle the wedding part of the things. And it's just been a great fit. Um, or they get to focus on other aspects of their life. You know, maybe they're not a full-time photographer and it's something they love to do, but they also are a teacher Monday through Friday or, you know, so, um, yeah, a lot of them use it to supplement. Um, 
we even allow them if they want to shoot weddings on their own, they can, and we'll just help them fill the dates that they're not booked. So um, we're a different thing for different people, but um, really our goal is to let us handle the weddings and, and you, you go out and do the other things you love to do. That's awesome. So talk about a little bit about how I noticed, um, you know, you have a call to action pop up on the website and you guys, it looks like you do all types of cool things. So you run contests, you have couple of the year, you have, you have featured photographers. How has doing these types of things like elevated your business? Sure. So yeah, it allows us to just be more interactive. Um, you know, uh, the contest is a great one. We, we give away a free package every month. Um, it, it, yes, it's a great uh, lead magnet, right? To get people interested in our business. Like, totally. oh, let me enter this thing, right? The, obviously on face value, but it's also just really cool to see like uh, these different brides and grooms and, and, and get a free package. And, and then like eight months, a year later, we shoot their wedding and um, just what a blessing that is in their life to have gotten something for free too. So like, that's always great. The photographer of the month is awesome. Like a lot of photographers really, you know, if you think about it, close to a thousand photographers, there's only one chosen every month. And, and that's all really based on um, the feedback we get from clients. So it's really a great honor for them to have their clients kind of come in and say like, Hey, so-and-so is awesome. I loved having them at my wedding. Um, and we, you know, kind of almost, you know, vote for them. We, we actually have a final like vote here in the, the office staff of like, okay, here's the three people that were nominated, you know? So it's really the photographer of the month is awesome. And um, it's great to choose that. And then, yeah, we're doing some other things. Like right now we have a uh, couple of the year contest where um, people were able to enter to be couple of the year from all of our clients from the past year. And they're going to win um, uh, free cruise for two. So they'll be with our whole staff on our, um, on our yearly cruise where, so that one's really cool. Cause they're, they're out there in the world, sharing their pictures, sharing their wedding story and, and, and asking people to vote for them. So I, I've really just found it creates all this great interaction. And, um, and that's, what's all about, right. Is being interactive human to human where, um, you know, people love recognition and, and, and love having that, like, you know, communication. So, um, that, that's really what it creates for us is rather than, Hey, we're a business come buy our product. It's more of like working with our photographers, working with our clients and having all these different opportunities. That's so neat. Like I, some of my clients, like I try to get them, you know, to understand the ROI on running a content and they're like, I just don't want to do free shit. And I'm like, I'm like, you're missing the point. <laughs> oh I'm my like, gosh. Yeah. One of the very first contests we did, um, well, it was a venue that I helped open and they, they were brand new and they had this new concept of a three day weekend. And this was years ago before Nashville was like such a hub for destination mm -hmm. weddings. And the investor slash owner, he's like, I want people to be able to come on Friday and they have to stay till Sunday. And he's, he's, he's like, do you think this will work? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, we can try it. And so he ran a contest and he was the brains at SEO. Like just, it was amazing. And it, uh, the first day he's like, we're giving away a, a free wedding, a hundred thousand dollar value with, you know, different people. And he got seven thousand leads in a 24-hour oh period and wow. so do you think for him <laughs> the ROI <laughs> on that he they booked out like almost every single week before they even opened the door 
and and then we did the free wedding and then everybody got business off of it and so it was you know essentially nothing's free in life but some of the business um, or some of the creatives that don't have the business mind or you just don't know what you just don't know um, it's just reframing how you can you know share and make a difference and create content every time people are like don't you get annoyed when people email you every day like I want to pick your brain can we get a coffee and I'm like no I, I love the questions and I'll answer them through video or through a Facebook group or you know there has to be a strategy so I'm putting content out there so I'm finding instead of just answering one email back and forth it's like we compile the questions and then monthly, you know, jump on YouTube or IGTV or Facebook Live or whatever it is and answer those questions. So there is a real value to be a, to being able to help creatives like find their path like on the business side of things, which is awesome. Um, it's just funny that you're like, I've never shot a wedding in my life. <laughs> I'm just the bit. So really, you're like the tech and the business brains behind it all. And then do you have a full team running the business side with you that handles all the different departmental things like for your blog? And it sounds like you have the chatbot team and the editing team. And um, But are all of you in the same area or is everybody kind of spread out all over? Yeah, so that's kind of new. We just really started to go a little more remote. Like the cool thing about working with people remotely is, you know, you can draw from a giant talent pool, right? Not just the people that can make it to your office. So yeah, there, there's some people physically here in my office with me in New Hampshire. And then, you know, we have other people that live in other parts of the country too. So yeah, we have we have some staff that just works in marketing. So, you know, like blogging, website, social media, and then we have a customer success team. So they're the ones on the live chat. They're answering emails, just at answering the phone, answering questions. We, like I said, we just want to be there for our clients and not make them wait. So we have a couple of people doing that. And then we have a few people on our, um, on our hiring staff, but they're more like staff support. So they're there, you know, just there for the creatives for questions that they have. Uh, you know, they also do all the onboarding. So, you know, we, we believe in like specializing in those different departments just to, and we're still a very small staff. You know, we have about um, 12 people. It's not, you know, for the amount of business we do, we still like to keep it very, and, and our staff tends to stay with us for a while. Um, so, you know, we, we really want people that know the business, know what they're talking about. Um, same thing. We have someone just in charge of editing that, you know, is an editor too, but monitors all our editing and making sure we're giving a very consistent product. Um, not just for our client's sake, but for our photographer's sake, because it's their, you know, their product too. So, um, yeah, so we really specialize in all these different departments. Um, we've gotten, you know, we've worked really hard on our remote culture. So, you know, just like you said, hopping on Zoom or Facebook Live, like, you know, we have little team huddles every day, you know, over, you know, um, Google Meet, just so we could all see mm -hmm. each other and talk about what we're doing and staying connected. And um, so, yeah, the, these different, you know, newer business models uh you know take some some work to really get right you know it's it's um not as easy as you'd think but right um, but yeah it's just about communication um i always tell everybody just be open be communicative like if you have questions just ask if you have ideas just ask uh we have a weekly mastermind meeting so that's just a meeting where we all get on anybody in the whole company can come and if you have an idea you can bring it up and uh and we discuss it and um 
some of our best ideas come out of those. It's just totally a free thinking. Um, so that's a great way for people to feel invested in the company and to, um, and you never know where your next great idea is going to come from because everybody's kind of looking at the business from a different angle, right? Cause you're totally in department. So that's so awesome. Well, I was going to say like, what's unique and different about what you guys do, but honestly, I feel like the whole business model is really, like you said, a different take on servicing clients as the photo video DJs being your client as well as the couples. So it's almost having two different audiences. I mean, we do the same thing and people ask me like, how do you make sure that it's funny? People are like, what if, what if your brads listen to your podcast? And I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm very open yeah. and I don't sugarcoat anything with my clients or with other business creatives. Like it is what it is. And when you're true to how, and, and you act the way you act with clients or without clients or in front of clients, not in front of clients, it really doesn't matter as long as you're adding that value to people. So it's just really interesting because um, I don't know of any other companies that really do this in terms of managing the freelancers and then taking the business side of things, which is to me just brilliant. Very, very, very um, different and cool. Um, and then I would say like for your clients, as far as like what they love, oh my God, like they love that you take care of the business. And then the, the brides and the grooms and the couples, they probably love that they get their stuff quickly. Um, but I'm sure, like you said, it's not easy. So as you've grown in this model, like what are the challenges in the industry? Like what are some things that you all have faced and you're like, okay, this will make us stronger? Um, or have there been a lot of challenges? <laughs> um, oh yeah. I mean, there's always challenges, right? Like we had some trouble just as a small challenge, right? We had trouble with like emails going to our spam folder and we didn't catch it for a few days. And it's like, I was like, what the heck? Like, this is such a simple thing. So there's a lot of moving parts when you're working online, right? Like little tiny things that could go wrong where, you know, um, you know, if you think about if you're like a single photographer going to a wedding, well, what could go wrong? Your camera could stop working, right? There's always like challenges, like little challenges, but um, in terms of like big picture, I still think, you know, doing business fully online and not meeting the photographer before you book and, you know, the rest of the industry is telling them they have to do that. So like we're, we're kind of still swimming against the tide in terms of, you know, people are coming to us. Like I said, people are shopping on Amazon. They're getting in cars with strangers from an app on their phone called Uber. They're staying at strangers' houses they found on the internet on Airbnb, right? Like, so like they're shopping other ways you know, for other things this way. But when it comes to weddings, like the whole rest of the industry is telling them like, no, you have to, you know, meet with your professional ahead of time and ask these 32 questions. And, you know, and I don't want to single anybody out, but like the knot in the wedding wire, all these things that you're supposed to do to find a photographer or, um, so I would say that's still a challenge. Whereas like we're trying to meet clients where they're at, but it's still somewhat foreign in the wedding industry. The, you know, where they're still supposed to sit, like you said, you use zoom and people think you're crazy for that. Like people think we're crazy for selling online, but we, we, so we, we have the client base, obviously we're doing the business we're doing because people are willing to do it. Um, but I'd say that's still a challenge. Right. And, um, same thing, like we have a lot of technology in our end for our photographers. So it's always like, 
how do we make that technology easier for them to be able to upload their pictures or communicate with their client or find the information they need about their client properly. So I would say that's the biggest challenge when you're dealing with technology is that it's changing so quickly um, that not only do you need to change quickly, but you have to remember everybody using your technology needs to be able to understand it too. So it's always about simplifying. So same thing with our clients. If we're going to ask them to do business online, it better be easy for them. Otherwise they're going to say, forget it. This is, I might as well just spend my Saturdays meeting with photographers at coffee shops. Like I thought this was supposed to be easy. Right. So, you know, so it's, that, that would, I think is the biggest challenge is always, how do you make this easy and, um, and, and an enjoyable experience for everybody? And, and that changes constantly daily, right? Like with how we communicate and how technology works. Yeah. I mean, when, so do when you all roll out new technology things, do you have a beta group and do you, does your mastermind group test it? Uh, typically. Um, but we're kind of big believers in like, we have an idea, let's just do it and, um, and put it out there with knowing ahead of time that it's going to need to change. It's going to need to evolve. There's going to be bugs, you know, and, and that's a challenge too, is letting everybody know, like we're putting out, I mean, of course we test things, right. But sometimes if you spend too much time testing and developing an idea, you'll, you'll never get it launched and by the time you get it launched it's already old so right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that could just be a new product right like it doesn't not necessarily technology but you might have an idea and um i think that's sort of the beauty of the day we live in as digital marketers is you get to create something from nothing and you could do it in an afternoon um but um you know and you can launch it to a small segment right if you have like email lists you can pick a small section of your email to send it to and split test ideas and but a lot of times we're just launching a small feature and if it's like, let's say to our photographers, we'll give them a heads up. Hey, this is new. Try it. Let us know what works or doesn't work. And we're very open to feedback. Um, it doesn't mean we're always going <laughs> to like use it, but we're always open to it. And um, again, it's just about being open to communication and listening. So yeah, it's just a lot of uh, trial and error, but I, I think um, you got to make changes quickly. And then, you know, from there, understand things are going to break and you have to fix them. And, but that, that's how you progress. Yeah. You learn the hard way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. What yeah. are your thoughts on, um, like, have you guys gotten into doing any, um, sales funnels and click funnels and lead pages? And I know you mentioned like AB testing and I'm just wondering on the photography side, do you AB split test that stuff for those funnels or Typically, are you able to pinpoint like, okay, this is going to win? So, because like every time I choose images for an ad or something, I always lose because what I like, people don't <laughs> click on. And so, how do you all manage all of those sales opportunities? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a ton of different funnels going on. And I think, yeah, so we do try to split test and we do you know, I always start my day with looking at the data from the day before and trying to make sense of it. I do think you could drive yourself nuts split testing everything. So sometimes, yeah, yeah. You, sometimes you have to go with your gut, right? There's a reason why you do what you do and who you are, who you are, right? You have to trust, you have to trust your, your gut feeling on certain things, but yeah, it's, it's important to split test, look at data. Um, and even on a smaller level, right? Like if you sent an email out, what was your open rate? What was your click through rate? Now, make one little change the next time around. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be this grand, you know, like you said, it could just be an image that people react to or didn't react to or um, wording of your email or 
um, the landing page you put them on. So, yeah, I, I mean, I know, you know, <laughs> proper protocol is to like split test everything, but sometimes you, again, you just have to launch something, see how it goes and maybe you don't have time to split test it, but next time around you do, you know, you can analyze that data. And the nice thing about data is it's always there. You can go back and get it um, and make changes for the future. So, um, yeah, we're, we see ourselves as a digital marketing company that happens to sell photo and video. You know, we try to, you know, even though I've, you know, always been in the wedding industry my whole life, I, I try to look at it that way is that I'm not necessarily, you know, a wedding professional. I'm a digital marketer that happens to sell, you know, wedding products, right? So that way you're, right. you're keeping yourself in that mindset of, of um, you know, how are you, how are you running your business? Not just what is your business, but how are you doing it and why you're doing it? Yeah. So if there are photographers or cinematographers, videographers, DJs listening right now, and they are sick of running their business, how do they, <laughs> how would they reach out to you guys and apply to become one of your freelancers or part of your team? Awesome. Yeah. So, and again, like even if you want to run your own business, but you want to fill the dates you didn't book yourself, you can do that too. Cause you just kind of manage your calendar. So you could block off every date you've already booked yourself or think you're going to book yourself and just leave open the dates. You'd be willing to take a, a freelance gig, right? So um, you can go right on our website, classicphotographers.com. And if you go to our help center, there's a link to the application. Um, you can contact us on LinkedIn. Um, you can even find me on Facebook and send me a message. And I'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Um, so yeah, the best place would be the website. Um, again, classicphotographers.com, but we're pretty accessible through all social media as well. Okay. And then your private Facebook group, do, do they have to be a freelancer with you guys before they can join that group? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the top secret. Uh, <laughs> just, for the, <laughs> just for the team. Yeah. You have to be on board first, but um, yeah. Gotcha. And then for couples that are looking for any of these services, would they also go to your website and then do they put in their zip code or talk us through that experience to oh, find yeah. their vendors? Yeah. So it's awesome. There's a couple of different ways you can go about it. If you're on our website, you can go to the pricing tab, pick a package. And, um, and if you find a package you like, we only require a $99 down payment and you can book it. But, but the way you would go about it is you could, um, just fill out that form on our website, whether it's availability, or you pick a package and you're giving us your, your, um, zip code or the city where your wedding is happening and your wedding date. And, um, right there live on our website at any given time, you could see exactly which photographers are available for your wedding. Um, and you could choose to select them. Um, you can look at all the different profiles. Uh, once you select a photographer, you can then select a package or you can book a package and decide, well, I'm going to select my photographer a few weeks from now when I have more time to look at it. So we allow clients to kind of come in, um, and book with us, you know, whichever way they would like to book. So, um, so yeah, so it might be the package that the client's interested in and it may be the specific photographer. And obviously we always have, you know, people here to help, um, walk you through that process, but it's totally, you, Angela, you can come on our site and book a photographer in 10 minutes if you'd like to, um, you know, it's wow. a very simple process. So that is so cool. This, it's such a cool, like awesome business concept. And so our, I know you said, is your y'all's social media handles across the board? Is it the same across all platforms? If people want to know more? 
Yeah. So it's classic photographers on, um, you know, we're very active on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and, uh, it's classic photographers.com. We even have a, we do have a Facebook community that's open on Facebook for clients. It's called plan my wedding by classic photographers. And, um, again, we kind of saw as a way to get information out to our clients in a very easy way where they're at. Right. So it'll show up in your feed. Hey, did you know you could do X, you could do Y, you could talk to your photographer this way, but we've kind of opened it up to all, you know, brides and grooms or parents, anybody planning a wedding where a lot of our current clients or maybe to be clients or past clients are all kind of talking about their wedding experience and just offering advice on anything in their wedding. So, um, so that's another great place too. And that's called uh, plan my wedding. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's what is the next big thing for this company? Do you guys have anything new, new technology, new resources coming out that you're going to be sharing with the industry? Um, you know, yeah, we probably have a couple we've been talking about, but, uh, we really just launched, um, we've really just launched our DJ brand back up so that that's kind of, you know, um, consuming us right now in terms of making sure we have, um, you know, a large enough team, you know, throughout the country. Um, as well as we just started offering family photography, like smaller shoots, you know, where okay. that aren't wedding. or for people, again, we've been listening to our clients for a while. If, we, we used to hold our ground at a five hour minimum, but if you're just having a one hour shoot at the courthouse, we'll come and shoot that too. So those are kind of the new things we've just launched. So um, I, I think that's kind of what's going to be consumed yeah. for the rest of the year. But, um, yeah, but yeah awesome. you'll see, you know, we have some developments coming in our communication just to make it easier where the clients can communicate with their photographers even before they book. So that that's sort of in the development process where it's just an easier experience to be able to communicate with your potential professionals before you book them. So that's awesome. I, yeah. I love this whole business model. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. Super, super insightful. And um, we will be back next week, next Tuesday, with another episode of Business Unveiled. And thank you so much for your time today, Keith. And thank you to all of our listeners who faithfully listen and share our podcast show every single week. I hope that you guys have a great day. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.